Welcome to the Circle of Fire podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Treadwell, social worker turned spirit worker. Today, we will journey to uncover our individual power. We will explore what it is to stand in our sovereignty, and we will begin to imagine what it would take to live in community intentionally. The fire does not apologize for burning, and neither should you. Together, we rise. Welcome to the new year. You made it. This time of year is traditionally filled with resolutions and reflections. As we awaken from the holiday blur that can so often take over our lives in the month of December, we find ourselves making internal lists of ways we will do it differently next year. I connected with a group of women within the Circle of Fire recently to discuss their shifting relationships with the holiday season. I'm excited to share some of this conversation with you in hopes it will support your own personal reflection of the Christmas season. Just today, we were Sarah and I were talking and she gave me a perspective on my ancestral healing from Teresa. It was from you, Teresa. I told her what you said last night about the holiday trauma. And oh, yeah. History of I holiday never, never, never really put that all together because I've been having some struggling issues this holiday. And in fact, I'm on my second day of a personal retreat right now. I've got four days appointments other than this in my Sangha meditation group. When I think of the other things that happened at Christmas time, I had not thought about two Christmases in a row. My mother spent the month of December in the hospital and man, you put all that together. And as I remember after she died, I didn't even want to do Christmas. I didn't want to decorate. I didn't want anything to do with it. And that lasted maybe three years. I still went through the motions, but I was not interested at all. The initial trigger was that your, that your father died two years ago around Thanksgiving and into the December 2nd so yeah right yeah. December 2nd and so it was like oh well this is just this one trauma that's the one thing and then expanding well what else happened over the holidays what were there any other traumas that had happened and realizing oh this is actually a theme in my life now yeah who knew <laughs> it's not just about that one thing this is a much deeper pattern and no wonder I'm feeling some feelings yeah yeah well i'm i'm excited for you on this one the awareness so thank you again teresa for that expansion of the awareness and two that you're on this personal retreat that you made space for yourself to do this work. beautiful yeah. very so, exciting. so amazing yeah I, um, I decided to take the last week of uh before christmas now every year because i've always hated the holidays and there's a long <laughs> there's a long history there like you know you said i'm uncovering more every time like no wonder i hated this i just thought i was a jerk um you know and i go through the motions um but since both of my parents passed <clears throat> i've had this opportunity to completely reframe re redo it you know like it's crumbled and now I can do whatever I want. And last year uh, we went away 
So everything had to be done. You know, we went away from the, the week before Christmas to Christmas Eve and it was amazing. It was the best Christmas I ever had because I just saved the last chunk for only things that I wanted to do and, and nothing else. Every, every obligation was already cared for. And I want to like shout that from the rooftops. Like that is the way to do it. Just give a deadline of everything's got to be done by then. And if it's done great. And if it's, if it's not done, it'll be a new year's gift, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> like whatever. And it's funny. I'm like, Susie yesterday was like, I was telling Susie about my holiday thing and how I, I'm like, well, I'm done on the 18th. If you don't, after the 18th, Christmas is here. Mm -hmm. So anything that's going to be done has to be done by then because then I'm off duty. And she was like, did you talk to Emily about that? (laughs) I did talk to Emily and that's what she was doing. I said, I don't know. We probably (laughs) talked about it, but by the 18th, it's over. It's a revelation, like, because it would just be a whole circus of not enoughness right up until, well, the whole next year. (laughs) It's like, because nothing's ever done or good enough. If it is done, if the done is forced on me, right? Mm -hmm. I really love, Teresa, would you mind saying your perspective from last night? You mentioned about the winter, the the dichotomy between winter and Christmas, because I really love that everything external in our environment is telling us to get up to go to do to be better to give more and you know like even when you're not daydreaming about what you want to receive you're told that you are better for more you give so everything is like being drawn outside of you to do and go and faster and more and squeeze more in and yet nature is asking us to slow down, to come inside. It gets darker earlier. That's an invitation for us to just get a little stiller. And so we're stuck in this tug of war between what our inner guide and in our intuition and our ancestral just instinct is to slow down and come down and get get together and settle down, even if it's to settle down to make crafts. You know what I mean? If we didn't live in the commercial society and we still wanted to honor and celebrate and come in to do community, to do our gatherings, to create our gifts, to share, um, that can feed us a little bit more than being stuck in that outward projection. Um, And just a lot of people struggling between how to do both. And yet they're polar opposites. So I love that you guys like settled in on a date. I took that energy and maybe quarter turned it this year. Um, When I first started hosting my own trees and my own family, everything was about, I gotta give them everything. I wanna make them so happy. I folded myself inside out about family tradition and followed all of these external projections. Um, And then, you know, through a lot of healing and being reminded, you know, my kids had mom 12 months of the year. We didn't have to do it all in a week. Um, Less and less of the stress has come off the deeper I heal and the more grounded I get. And this year is yet another ring in I have absolutely no financial resources to buy gifts for the people I cherish in my life. 
if you are not my child or under 18. Okay. <laughs> so if I love and I cherish you, I am challenging myself to show up for that in a different way. And finding faith and remembering that doesn't make me less. In fact, it honors me more if I step home and I craft and I weave in a blessing and, and I show that in my craft and in my hand than what I could go run around a store and gather. Oh, Teresa, I, have, I feel like I could talk about this for the rest of my life because um, the, I think the gift giving portion of it is what uh, made me hate it so much because there was never a gift good enough to actually accurately express my love for a human or, and so it always felt like a failure and like, um, the best medicine I ever had was to go to a Muslim country for Christmas because anything you came up with, you pick up a rock and be like, Merry Christmas. And people are like, oh, you know, there was no expectation. <laughs> so, you know, or like a decoration. We went to the beach and we got shells and they were like, and it was lovely. It wasn't, I have to go spend $200 on lights and all this, ah, it's so fraught. Um, like to be in, and and it, understanding that our culture tells you that it's outside of you, you know, Christmas is outside of you this this time of year, and and no, it's actually, you know, that's why I love it, you know, being in a Muslim country or non-Christian country where it's like, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen in inside me, because it's not happening outside of me, and oh, it's cleansing, it is like really. And the gift thing, mm, there's a lot there. I'm diving deep on that one this year. <laughs> it's really I know, hard. I know you're going through this course right now that that um, is about this. And I think a lot of everyone in this group was interested in the course. But was there anything that you've gleaned so far that, um, that has shifted yeah. your perspective on the holidays? Yeah, it's given me a whole different outlook of Christmas. Um, what he's doing is comparing the Christian traditions to the pagan traditions and how the early Christians learned these pagan traditions and then interwove their Christian story with the pagan traditions. And one thing that he, that to me, really resonated was that he said the first thing he said was that darkness is not bad and light isn't good it's not bad and good that was fabricated by the greeks and in the pagan tradition the darkness meant the rebirth it's a rebirth time and it's the beginning of the year and it was done on solstice um, and the solstice got, the dates got changed a little because there was a change in calendar. In the original calendar, the solstice was the 24th, 25th. I, I guess it was exactly the 25th, now that I think about it. But when they changed the calendar and added three days to make up for leap year, and it, the, the old calendar just didn't mesh. 
And so December ended up in the summertime and it got all screwed up. So they changed the calendar. So now the solstice happens 21, 22 and Christmas is three days later. So it's the rebirth and all of their traditions were to, were like for fertilization to make the earth come back to green again. There was the green man. There were um, different traditions in which um, they tried to fertilize, like say the earth to make the spring come. And it was a big community thing because if they didn't have community, they wouldn't live through the winter. And then spring comes and then the summer solstice and it's all green again. So it was really interesting. And there they have 13 days of Christmas and that starts on Christmas or actually Christmas Eve and goes to January 5th. And for every day, there's a particular word and a tradition that goes along with it. I have one more um, module to go in this course, but we're up to like day eight. And it's so, so interesting. It was like one of the words. Harmony was one. What was his name? Alexander John Shia. He's a PhD. He's a Roman Catholic mystic and uh, got very interested in this. And so he's done all kinds of research on it. I, I saw his like introduction lecture before the course and he talked about how after Christmas ended, basically people would then decorate the tree again. They take all the decorations off and they'd redecorate it for Mardi Gras. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a thing. That was one of the traditions. Oh so my goodness. Like, we had the a decision this year that we're going to buy the tree on in September for our birthdays because they're so expensive to get a potted tree <laughs> around Christmas. I'm like it'll be a birthday tree and then it'll be a Halloween tree and then it'll be a Thanksgiving tree and then it'll be a Christmas tree but then it'll just be a tree in the woods. <laughs> right. Well right. now you can now after Christmas tree Mardi you Gras. have a Mardi Gras tree. Amazing. We were talking about you know you have the rebirth and then you have the celebration yes. and, and, you, and that you need that through the winter. It's still winter. It's still cold and you need to continue right. to celebrate. Their so. tree their tree was an oak tree. So the leaves would fall off the tree. And and it would be a community tree in the middle of the village and then they would decorate the tree for Christmas with fruit and berries and stuff like that. So yeah, and then they. Uh... One of my favorite references, I've been studying and practicing Yule for a couple of decades now. And what first kind of melted my heart was just how they changed one word. Really, if we look at it, they changed one word to make it adaptable. Um, and, and it was from sun to sun. You know, and, and just going back to how easily and, and we can be moved or guided off our center if we don't, aren't mindful on where we focus. They changed one letter. One letter from sun to sun and that changed everything, all these ripples later. Right, right. He mentions that, the two sons and... Um... He also said that the day 
a particular day starts just after sunset. Yep. Not at midnight, not at sunrise. The day starts just after sunset and goes to sunset the following day. That so it starts in me. darkness. <laughs> it starts it, in darkness. It starts in darkness. Right. Oh, that's mind blowing to me. And it makes a lot of sense for other for other traditions, right? Other religions are you you and break your fast mm -hmm. after sundown. Right. You know, and in Judaism and Islam, there's a lot that resonates with that why that would make sense that I never thought of before. I have I have something I wanna say to those um thinking about the whole gift giving part of it right which I, even i myself who i love nothing more than giving things <laughs> i that's i want to write checks all day long i want to give people things that, but knowing with the knowledge that we are more alike than we are different okay so if you go inside of yourself and you say to yourself what could someone give me for Christmas or any time that um, that would express the love that I'm trying to express when I give, right? And I think you'll be pretty surprised that it's it's not a gift, it's not a thing. It's, you know, like if, if, if someone totally loved me, like you're talking about your loved ones and what you'd like to give them, right? Totally loved me so much. What could you give me to express that? It's not a thing. Yeah, no. And that's, I think that's exactly the struggle is I love giving gifts, but at Christmas time, I don't it, like, there's a timetable. Mm -hmm. And I don't have enough time to put the thought into all of the gifts that I feel obligated to give, or, you know, I've always forgotten something or someone or all. Of it. And so like, there's so many triggers there around the holidays that yes. I'm like, I almost want to completely abstain. And then I just listened to this great podcast about um, gift giving in general. And it was like, if you really want to have an impact with your gift, don't give it at Christmas because there's so much that it like, and, and I feel, I felt that I was like, yeah, I almost just want to abstain from gift giving through the holidays and give gifts with intention throughout the year. <laughs> it's really interesting psychology around it. There is for sure. But what could I or anyone give to you that would complete you? Not, there's nothing I can give you. You could not suffer. You could not suffer. <laughs> yes. Right. That's the gift I want from you. you could have, I could have the knowledge that you wouldn't want me to suffer. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to keep that one. That's our I'm gift for each other this holiday season. Yes. Yeah. I'm putting that I nugget can... in my little sack. Awesome. My, my oh, gift no. to all of you is the knowledge that I don't want you to suffer. That's mm -hmm. a good nugget, mm -hmm. right? Right. I like it. Thank you for joining us today. And remember that our wish for you this season 
is to not suffer, to be gentle with yourself and give yourself grace. January is a time to make space for stillness. Nature shows us during the winter months that there's a silence before the bloom. This is a time of stillness, transformation, and rebirth. And I invite you that instead of picking a resolution this year, consider picking one word to guide you through the year. What is one word that you would like to keep with you, to support you, to hold close to your heart? I think you'll be surprised at how much transformation can happen in your life from just one word. Thank you for sharing space with us today and being a part of the Circle of Fire. Many blessings. Thank you for joining me today and being a part of the Circle of Fire community. Subscribe to the show in order to remain in the circle and follow along on Instagram and Facebook at Circle of Fire Podcast. I'm so grateful for your presence. Know that you are an integral part of this circle. Together, we rise.